Welcome to yet another episode of Lux Insider with me, your host, Anita Khatri. Thank you for all the love, comments and DMs that I have been receiving for my travel episodes. Hence, I couldn't stop myself from talking about my first international trip, which is also a very interesting tourist destination now in Europe. I'm sure you all must be presuming this is another episode on Switzerland because of my affinity towards Switzerland. But no, my first trip abroad was to Poland. Like they say, you never forget your first crush or first love in the same manner. For an avid traveler, one cannot forget one's first destination. Of course, I was in Poland for a work trip then. But I did have the opportunity to explore this beautiful country in my following trips. Poland is a fascinating country that serves as a geographical and cultural crossroads of Eastern and Western Europe. Back then, talking about 20 odd years ago, Poland as an ideal holiday destination was not as popular as what it is today. Poland was known amongst a few Indian garment exporters who would have their businesses there besides two or three large organizations working with India for supplying arms and ammunition to India. But today, Poland is one of the key tourist attractions globally. And why shouldn't it be? Poland is known for its success story in the post-communist era with its emergence as a proud, independent country. It is a famous European destination for its picturesque landscapes, rich history, vibrant culture and historical places. The delicious cuisine and Jewish heritage are a few of other popular Poland tourist attractions. Some cities in Poland are paradise in themselves like Krakow, Warsaw, Wrocław, Gdańsk, Oystin and Poznan. But let me talk about my experience in some of these cities that I love the most. The first one being Krakow. When I first visited Krakow, it all seemed so unreal. It made me feel as if I was dreaming. Did this world actually exist? I mean to say, cobbled streets leading you to a castle and yes, not reaching here in a car, but a horse carriage. Doesn't it sound straight out of a postcard? The Wawel Castle is the first world heritage site in the world. Krakow is the second largest and one of the oldest cities in Poland. If you're looking for a tourist-friendly city that ticks all the reasons that Europe is known for, like old towns, impressive architecture, scenic strolls, cute cafes, and a great selection of day trips, then 
Krakow nails it all. It also has a vibrant nightlife with many people coming from far and wide to party in the old town. You could get a pub crawl ticket online and experience three or four bars at a time and meet up with fellow party animals. Did you know the city escaped most of the World War II destruction that fell on other Polish cities? Krakow's old town center still retains its stunning medieval architecture. And if you love adventures on your holiday, you can experience the country's famous bungee jumping in Krakow. You'll feel the experience of zero gravity at the time of freefall and indeed it is worth every penny. Some historical sites that you must visit outside the city are the world's oldest functioning salt mine Villisca and the somber but worth visiting attraction is Oiswich Birkenau concentration camps. The history of Oiswich is exceptionally complex. It's the largest German Nazi concentration camp and extermination center. When I visited these, I was unable to understand how power can make the human race so devilish that such war and destruction happens. The more you spend time there, the more you question your thoughts on humanity. Right from the prisoners dying because of starvation or being thrown into the gas chambers or getting suffocated in the barrack or walking without clothes to the baths irrespective of the weather. I can go on and on but would recommend you to visit for yourself. It is preferred to spend almost a day, but minimum half a day is certainly required. Yes, I got lost in the city called Gdansk, which is the next one on my list. However, things have now changed. Many people have started speaking in English as their second language. Naturally, Polish being the first one. Well, communication was a major challenge when I was there because I couldn't speak Polish and they couldn't understand my English. I also got lost because I went in the time of no easy internet, no Google Maps and no Google Translator. But thanks to a few helpful police officers, I navigated my way. Now that I look back, I can say I emerged out as a more confident and brave traveler in the years to come. Sitting right on a bay on the Baltic Sea, this ancient city of Gdansk is home to Poland's main seaport. Most of the old part of the city, known as the Royal Route, dates back to the 17th century and is beautifully preserved. Some of the main structures here include the city gates, the prison tower and a number of merchant houses. The city is a unique blend of Dutch, Polish and German influences. 
The best way to explore the city is by a Gdansk walking tour. On top, you can do plenty of day trips from Gdansk. Like Gdansk, another city that is best experienced on foot is Rotswaf. So, don't forget to pack your walking shoes on your trip to Poland. Filled with colorful buildings, it is a medieval fairy tale. The city of Rotswaf hasn't always been Polish. Over the centuries, it has belonged to everything from the kingdom of Bohemia to Prussia to Germany. Rotswaf has only officially been part of Poland since 1945 after the end of World War II. The best way to explore the city would be on foot once again. And if you are, then you can search for Rotswaf's dwarfs, over 350 tiny bronze figurines of elves can be found throughout the city, hiding around corners or sidewalks or on lampposts. Others can also hop on the tourist buses or guided tours that take you around the city. A special mention to Rotswaf's oldest area is the 13th century main market square, which includes St. Elizabeth's Church and the old town hall. Moving on to the capital city Warsaw. Did you know that this capital city was left in ruins after the World War? Almost 85% of its buildings had been turned to ash or systematically razed by Nazi forces. As soon as the war ended, the city embarked on a massive effort to reconstruct its historic center using original plans. As a result, the Baroque and Renaissance merchant houses you see today are perfect replicas of the originals. How interesting, right? After visiting Poland, I realized how important it is to protect and restore our historic heritage, which will eventually become heritage destinations in the future. Some notable attractions in Warsaw include the Palace of Culture and Science and Museum of the History of Polish Jews. The Palace of Culture and Science is today's a center for various events such as concerts, theatrical performances, sports clubs and cultural activities. It is better to skip the queue and purchase a ticket online to this famous place in Poland for your next trip. Tickets start for as low as rupees 1500. The Museum of the History of Polish Jews is one of the places in Poland that is notable for the depiction of the 1000-year-old history of Polish Jews. When you are in Poland, I have heard you cannot miss the local bigos, which is the national dish of the country. Being a vegetarian, I did not try this, but if you're looking for a veg option, You could taste pierogi. This is basically a Polish dumpling and is available in a vegetarian option. You can even try the famous Polish bread and beer. And I have heard a lot of Indian and Chinese restaurants have now opened all across Poland. 
I am yet to experience these, but let me know in case you have. And for accommodation recommendations, Poland has a lot of premium hotel chains, including the Raffles and Sofitel in Warsaw, Holiday in Krakow, and Madrid properties across. Well, that sums up Poland in a brief nutshell. Apart from the cities that I've spoken about, if you're looking for a fairly untapped destination, you could check Oystein. Being located in the center of a famous lake district means that, apart from impressive sights, it also offers a wide range of leisure activities such as swimming, kayaking, biking, and hiking. Now, I would also like to make a mention of two cities that are the most popular and easy to travel from your Poland holiday. They are Prague in Czech Republic and Budapest in Hungary. You can easily include short trips here. Prague is known for the Charles Bridge, the Valtava River, the Prague Castle, rich history, Gothic cathedrals, medieval squares, cobblestone alleys, abundant art scene, vibrant nightlife, and culinary temptations. All you need is a maximum of 48 hours in the city to cover it all. Budapest, the capital of Hungary, is famous for its rich culture, underground caves, staggering architecture, and for being the spa capital of the world. The jaw-dropping House of Parliament is the main reason why Budapest is famous amongst tourists. No trip to Budapest is complete without spending some quality time in magical healing water. And if you're in the spa capital of the world, you wouldn't miss the thermal baths and spa. Must check out these Sechenese baths and pool one of the largest thermal bath complexes in Central Europe. It is the city's most famous, with an exceptional backdrop of classical columns and canary yellow walls. It would be easy to spend an entire day in its 13 indoor and 3 outdoor pools. On Saturday nights in summer, pop-up bars line the exterior pools for Sechenese notorious parties. Most of the listeners, I'm sure, either have already been to East Europe or maybe want to visit but have yet to do so. There are many other popular countries in Eastern Europe like Georgia, Bulgaria, Romania, etc. Recently, Croatia has gained quite the popularity amongst tourists, especially after Game of Thrones. I will talk about these countries hopefully soon, once I experience them myself. This is also my way of putting my wish out there in the universe. Hoping that this episode has managed to convince you to visit the same. Trust me, you would not regret one bit. Travel itself is a luxury. I mean to say, you all agree that luxury is subjective. Today, having time to travel is a luxury. And having freedom to travel post-pandemic is a luxury, right? That's all for today. 
let me know your favorite countries from eastern europe that you have visited or are on your bucket list write to me at podcast@anitakhatri.com or dm me on instagram until then see you next week goodbye